If you're born under immigrant parents growing up, there could be talk in the house of going back and forth with wherever you're from. If your parents raised you in the United States, there's cultural lifestyles that you picked up from them, and it's become a part of the way you handle regular day activities. What is considered your hometown can be considered vacation for others. And if you are deeply rooted, heavily connected with your area, you'll say things like, I'm going back home <laughs> to the crib which is what i hear all the time a lot <laughs> especially growing up mm-hmm. especially from my dad <laughs> and i'm sure lloyd has the same experiences freddie thank you for um inviting me back so, absolutely so i'm wondering about that phrase firsthand why they're so pressed on going back home, home. Freddie, I think that, like, first of all, all, I think it's hilarious that your dad is the same dad. I think they're all the same, right? Especially after uh, a certain age. Um, I think that uh, they love going back home because that is theirs. Okay. That's where they grew up Uh um, as first-generation Africans. uh, America was the destination because it's the land of the opportunity, and our parents wanted to give us a better opportunity at success that they never had in their Mm -hmm. home country. So we're always grateful for that. Mm -hmm. But we don't take into uh, consideration how they feel about their own lives, Uh right? Um, Especially as men, right? As the person who's making those decisions. um, After your kids have um, planted themselves here, Uh (laughs) (laughs) you've done your 30 or 25 years of whatever job. Uh You're looking around, right? And your family's flourishing. You want to, you, you, right? Now you see your friends back home. You see Facebook. African parents love Facebook, by the way. What? It is their gateway back home. Um, and they're fl- and they're having their parties and they're having their yeah. anniversaries and their uh, In the festivals uh-huh, back home. And they're eating stew and rice. Right, and which, not, which is like McDonald's, over right? Uh huh. Right, and, and with the with the real ingredients, like yes. they can't they can't find all the all the right peppers here. Right, back home, they want to go back. They see their friends back, and, and they and they go visit, and they and they build homes, and uh-huh. and, and, and it's another word for home, uh-huh. back home, so that when yeah. they come and visit. Uh, they have a place to stay. My dad has definitely built his, and he is retired, and he is looking at those flights. It's all such the time. a it's such a common theme, and I'm glad you brought up flights because it's mm. such a long flight back, sixteen hours. But they love it so much; it don't even affect them. It, that they look forward to the flight, Freddie. They look; they're up for it. You know, African parents are yeah. some of the uh, most notorious parents for getting early to an airport, <laughs> and you would think that with a sixteen hour flight. Yes. That, that that would be more than enough time, but no. Three to four hours on top of yeah. the 16 that they were preparing for because it takes a day to, for, a day to get home. It takes take me a day to get home. And it'd be everything in that luggage when what? they're taking it back to their cousins. They take everything of theirs Food. and some of yours too. Food, gadgets, cell phones. Cell phone uh, blankets. They're taking, what? They put everything in that barrel. Um, what? I, I know for I know yes. for a fact that I have so much of my clothes yes. um, have been sent back in that barrel that uh, uh, if I go back home, I'll see somebody wearing my clothes. I'm certain of it. And I think they do that is because, you know, they don't visit 
as much as they want to. So when they go back, they go back with a bank. What? Yes, they have to. They have, they have to come back and be a rock star now, right? Because this yeah. is a this is a something that you know first generation kids don't have to worry about. Like yeah. our parents, they send money back. They make sure that their uh, people are good back home. They're true. they're helping to to build with the financial blessings that they get with America. It is uh, double trouble. You have to take care of your own here yeah. and some people back home. That is yeah. a lot of pressure that we don't take into consideration. Man, now from an artist's point of view. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of artists are going over there now to record their experience. And then when they get back to America, they let us know how it went. Why do you think more artists like people like Cardi B or uh, Meek Mill, they're going to Africa and just checking it out? Yeah. I feel like they are aware not only of the importance of Ampiano and Afrobeats and how it is the music of the planet right now, right? Okay. Like, along with reggaeton, um, uh, artists like Burner Boy, Wizkid, yes. are some of the biggest musical artists in the world. And if you want to tap in with the culture, uh-huh. you go back yeah. home. Yeah. Um, a lot of these artists are realizing that they have been fed a very uncomfortable and very, how do I say this, normal narrative that uh-huh. when they go back to Africa of what to expect, yeah. right? Feeling like it's in the Stone Age and uh-huh. you're going to be walking back in time. That kind of thing isn't true, uh-huh. right? In certain places, obviously it's less developed uh, than others, but there are plenty of cities uh-huh. that are fully flourishing with yeah. the kind of amenities that they can use to feel comfortable uh-huh. with their own people. And they're doing it and enjoying it. And depending on your algorithm, you could see. Because I see a lot of my algorithm of Texas mansions mm-hmm. because of how much Cali says, oh, I'm moving to Texas. Texas. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, imagine places in Africa. You could see everything that they're building. You could see it. Yes, you see in it real if time. If you really want to. If you really want if to. You if, you that's what it, if you match it to it. Yeah. So, if, if, you're, if that's what your algorithm is yeah. on, you'll see it. And <laughs> exactly. ours is, because yeah. I see it all I, I the time. I definitely see it. Mm-hmm. Now, in regards of artists, uh, Vegas is a big spot where artists do residencies, mm-hmm. where they stay for a minute every time they go perform. Usher is having yeah. a run. A uh, run of He's having life. a, uh, like, I, I would call it a renaissance yeah. in his career. Like, I feel like he has rebuilt and uh, rebuilt a fire around oh. his music that has led to him uh-huh. having a huge increase in streams. Uh-huh. And that uh, residency, he's killed, making a killing doing Kill it. it. Now, do you think that can translate over to Africa about residencies? Because mm. when they get over there, they settle in, they're like, oh, I like this. Do you Freddie- think that will ever be a thing for American artists that have proven themselves over decades? you think they'll go over there and do that as well? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that what's going to be the bridge to that is uh, Daddy December. Okay. Right, where uh, a lot of popular artists are going to uh, Africa, Ghana, Nigeria in yeah. the month of December, uh-huh. specifically to party. Yes. Right? The entire globe who can afford it, especially like Europe, um, those first generation Europeans will come back home to uh, their home country and uh-huh. they party. Yeah. And those parties have been some of the most popular and banging parties that have been going on, um, especially amongst like millennials and uh, our generation uh-huh. that. I see them going viral all the time. And I'm thinking if we get used to seeing these artists have the time of their lives yes. and see these people who Americans, our generation uh-huh. go there, go to Africa and, and have the time of their lives stabilize themselves yeah, and stabilize themselves. I know some people who are moving back. Uh-huh. The more um, normal that becomes, I absolutely think that as Africa becomes a much larger travel destination uh-huh. that an artist will, because yeah. if you want to see some good music, and you're in and you're in Africa. Uh-huh. 
I can't see a reason why you would turn down those tickets, especially if they're in your price range. Yes, especially if they're in the price range. Mm-hmm. What, a, what a way to end that. Yeah, yeah right. Now, <laughs> I've been seeing a lot of clips on Instagram with people going back to Ghana to vacation. Was that a festival recently or what's going on? A lot of people go back to Ghana. It is. It, yeah. it, what you're seeing is usually in the months of November, December. It is okay. that dirty December. Okay. It is when the world shuts down. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I, I think it's much bigger, I guess, in um, Africa and Europe because yeah. everyone is able to fly there. Uh-huh. You, I mean, here you'd have to take off like a couple of you know weeks from work and all that, but <laughs> over there it's so easy for them because everyone yeah. is doing it. And when yeah. they do, they're coming down with these... Uh, with the specific uh-huh. um, goal to enjoy, uh-huh. enjoyment. I want to enjoy my time. I want yeah. to enjoy my life. I want to chop a life. I want to chop it up with. I want to chop it up with people my age. I want to meet beautiful other people who yeah. aren't going to. How do I say this? Have any other um, uh, agendas yeah. other than enjoying themselves, uh-huh. um, meeting other like-minded, like-minded individuals, and exploring Africa, yeah. where you're from. Yeah, my uh, my uncle just visited from Ghana, um, yeah. and he he was here. He moved back eight years ago, okay. and he says like uh, it's, it's his first time back. And he was just like, man, when I get here, I just feel. Uh, I feel a certain anger and okay. a certain angst, and it's okay. just like uh, when I'm back home, I don't feel that yeah. because it's just it's just it's just me and, it's just me and my people. Yeah, you know, and it's you community. don't have that. Uh huh. <laughs> now I feel like I've seen Meek Mill go back at some point. Free, Meek, and he Meek lost something. Meek was his, there and he lost his, his cell phone. His okay. Yeah, yeah. So this is a good point. So as a as an artist who's built his name in America, yes. How should you move when you get there? Because I think people were saying that he should have moved a little bit more quietly. Like, was he on bikes? <laughs> Meek was doing yeah. uh, Baco. Yeah. Um, it's a different culture. Yeah. Right now, Meek is hood dude, motorcycle, yeah. bikes. Like, I do what I want. Yeah. And that works in the States. Okay. Right? We all have a reasonable expectation of yeah. what we can expect Philly. due to our culture. Right? Philly. Philly please. You know, right? We're, right? We're from Southern California. Yeah. But we, but we know, we, we have a good guess of what's going on in Philly. Yes. Philly dudes have no idea what's going on in, in Africa. <laughs> Amen? Because he went out there with the Philly Yes, he went out there with the mindset of a Philly um, uh, African-American, which is fine. But what he should have been more open and welcome to is Uh embracing the culture of where he was. Okay. And maybe, and I can't speak to his guide or who he had um, showing him around the customs, but whoever that was, uh, maybe they weren't able to impart and reach to him Uh how to move more graciously. Because when things things got a little um, testy, he realized that he wasn't in Philly, right? He didn't have his... His, his Philly people. So if you wanted to do the rah-rah, it was going to be a whole other thing that you never want to do when you're, um, you know, uh, in another country. He was so confused. Yes. Um, he wasn't wearing the right attire. And then, you know, like, um, I just feel like he wasn't necessarily well-prepped. But uh-huh. now... Yeah. He knows, right? Yeah, so, like, his next time, he'll be way better prepared. Uh, he'll have everything he needs to be... Security. To, to, to be more secure. Yeah. And uh, then um, I feel like they'll be more warm and welcoming to him uh-huh. if he's more welcoming to uh, their culture as well. Now, that's just, that's just anywhere, though. Like, if you're going out of the country, there's certain things... <laughs> you can't just pull up loud. Mm-hmm. There's you know there's certain areas Customs. you you should know like should I step foot over there or should I stay at the resort you know things of that nature mm-hmm. so anywhere you go you yep. got to be mindful of your surroundings of your surroundings so I think that's what I took from that mm-hmm. now there's another uh, juggernaut in the comedy world mm-hmm. yeah he did a very impressive move out there mm-hmm. 
He was raised out there, came to America, oh. built a massive career, went back there, and built a school. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about Michael Blackson putting that into fruition and making that happen? I feel like that dude, Michael Blackson, is, uh, he's been a star yes. um, for many generations now. The first uh-huh. time you probably saw Michael Blackson was in the Friday movies. Yes. Uh, I can get jiggy with this shit was <laughs> one of the first time or one of the first times uh-huh. um, that we got to see an African yes. um, have his moment yes. in, in pop culture, especially black culture uh-huh. um, in the lexicon. Yes. Like everybody knows that, that specific line. skit, <laughs> yes. right? When he's in the uh, the DJ store um, with uh, Craig and Dede uh-huh. and they have that back and forth because everyone knows an African like that right he now. He has on his attire. Right, he has, <laughs> right? Uh, he has it on his kente cloth and yeah. he, you know, he's just talking how our parents probably spoke when they first came. <laughs> Right, yes. and, and and how they interacted yes. with Black Americans, right? Uh-huh. Because there is that juxtaposition. Uh-huh. Um, we look the same, but we're different. Okay, um, that that one line yes. launched his career. Launched, <laughs> and he's been successful for uh, twenty years yeah. now. He's been on Wild and Out. Oh, gee. he's been starting in some movies. But know this: Michael Blackson doesn't get off the road. Uh-huh. Everybody who you respect and like, Ever he's life. done. He's done sets with, and he is financially. Uh, viable in a way that is extremely impressive considering all that he's had to yeah. uh, deal with yeah. for 20 years. Yeah. Um, I feel like he's a he's he's a hero. He's somebody who I could be extremely proud of as an African, uh-huh. especially as a Ghanaian, but like yeah. he lets you know that it's possible, it's possible. with yeah. hard work and dedication and <laughs> the grind. Dedication times 10. Dude. What? Because he came up back in the days yeah. with, with Kat and them. Yeah. And he's been before flourishing for social while. media. Yes, before social media. It was just an act. (laughs) Right? When he was just killing stages and killing stages and killing stages and Uh killing stages. Um, But yes, uh, he has built uh, the... That's cool, man. Excuse me. He has built the Michael Blackson Academy. Um, It's located in central Ghana, the uh, Agona and Seba. Body that. (laughs) Yeah, word. Um, He built himself up from the Philly scene. Uh Uh-huh. And that is no... It's amazing easy feat as a pure African. His Uh material is slated very heavily in his experience Uh and his ideology and the way that he views the world. And for him to make it, while a lot of people have tried to do something similar and didn't have the gravitas and talent to make it, Uh is a testament to his talent and his hard work. And to to be on the road every week? Exactly. (laughs) Freddie, he doesn't get off the road. Yes. The guys like him, guys like Kat... Um, these brothers, they don't, you, you may not see them specifically on social media or, uh-huh. or on any of the award shows, yeah. but if you got on Eventbrite, if you yeah. got on their website, yes. they'd be in your city within the next <laughs> couple of months they sure do. because the grind doesn't stop, man. And, and it's, <laughs> it's an hour act yeah. <laughs> that they've built. What? And, and that's, and that's going from city to city, uh-huh. building half hour and to 45 minutes <laughs> and reaching the city and altering the act so that it can connect with that particular audience night by night freddie you're giving them you're giving them the details behind yeah. obviously the 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 struggles of yeah. what it means and, and and how to make an act yes. and build a 30 to 45 minute set uh-huh. from trial and error yes. embarrassing yourself or trying to make strangers <laughs> yes. out. that's Try, what I mean. that's exactly what it is amen that's a little that's a little behind the scenes for for some of you guys a little nugget huh yeah. Now, I see when he gets over there, it, it, it looks like it's peace. Mm-hmm. There's another guy that's not African, but he goes there a lot. And that's Dave Chappelle. Yes. Now, outside of that, uh-huh. I think everybody remembers 
at the height of his show. Yep. Mm-hmm. But there's an incident that happened that provoked stress. He dipped somewhere mm-hmm. and he ended up in Africa. <laughs> it goes back to that. And I'm wondering why Africa out of all the places. I mean, he could have went to France. He said Africa. Why he mentions he- it. Yeah. And I forget what's special. Yeah. I should have done my research, but he mentions yeah. it. Um, <clears throat> always having to want to go and then actually uh-huh. getting to Africa and then seeing he had never been inundated with anybody else's culture besides American culture. Uh-huh. So to see his own, <laughs> he was over there dancing. Was um, I think it was breathtaking, but then it also speaks to that thing that we were talking about earlier about our parents, where they just got to have a level of freedom uh-huh. that we have never had because we've always been here in America. Yeah, I don't know what it's not like to not be a black guy. You know, I don't yeah. know what it's not like to to have uh, the feelings that I have because you know you don't you don't feel different until you go back home. Yes, and it's everybody's looking like you. Uh-huh. Um, there's a certain level of community, uh-huh. um, equality, and how do I say uniformity? Yeah, that you can't get here. Very inviting, and you know, back home. Yeah, everybody. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a much it's a much more warm, yeah. open ended culture. And uh-huh. he was getting uh, they were washing his hands and his feet, and yeah. they were treating him in a way that he hadn't experienced here in America. Uh-huh. And he loved it, especially L.A. Right, and and in a time <laughs> where he was having his greatest, uh, not only financial but personal Ooh, stress, they would not let us forget that <laughs> the Dave Chappelle soul stressors. You can yes. Google them yourself. Yeah, that contract that he was running away from, yeah. I think it was over fifty-five 50, million dollars. They would not let us ever forget that. <laughs> and he needed a reprieve. He needed to feel safe, uh-huh. and he needed a place where he could think. Yeah. And I, I, I wish that more people uh-huh. knew that this isn't their home yeah. and that they have a place to go to to reflect um, to reflect and be uh-huh. themselves and uh-huh. be unjudged. But it's, you know, there's all this other stuff that gets in the way, but Dave knew better. Yeah. He had the money too. <laughs> and yeah, it always goes back to that. It does. It, yeah. That's true. And yeah. it changed his life. And yeah. he came back and he came back bigger, better, stronger uh-huh. for it. And now look at him. Now, Freddie, from, from the Dave Chappelle show uh-huh. when he was in Ghana, it was like a more yeah. than a decade. Uh-huh. He, he was gone, gone from the from the pop culture lexicon. Yes. He was gone. Uh, other people had to come up in his place because uh-huh. he had left such a huge void. The reason why people were able to fall in love with acts like Key and Peele yeah. was because... They kind of bit off of and the Dave he, Chappelle show. He says that exactly. I was yeah, gonna say if you if you if, says that. if you've yeah. heard him, he'll he'll mention yeah. it. Uh-huh. Um, and think of all the skits and all the kids that uh, Key and Peele have given birth to. Uh-huh. Um, acts like Vine and yeah. uh, King Bax and the yeah. like, who have gotten into skits, skits all because of Key and Peele, who yeah. got their idea mainly from. Uh-huh. Dave Chappelle it goes back to that one he's show. A, yeah, he's the grandfather for a lot of these acts that 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 are. Um, Popping now, yes. and he didn't get the financial credit or um, the post credits that he deserves. And you see in his last specials, he brings it up. He don't even have to tell jokes anymore. He'll drop he's a special talking just about talking his about life. You know, he's talking about his life and what he thinks uh-huh. about. Uh-huh. And he's mastered comedy, yes, so to the point where um, he's a philosopher. Yeah, the 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 special <laughs> when he said in the beginning, "I'm going to tell the story from yeah. um, uh, backwards to front, and uh, it's still going to hit." Yeah. And I was just like, "No, you're not, Dave." <laughs> Like, no, you're you're not going to tell us that what you're going to do and then do it. And it works. And then it worked. No, you're not. And it absolutely did. So catch up. Yeah. Right. So that guy, he's on a level of um, Uh uh, onto himself. But when he was in Africa, 
He was able to fortify himself and his resolve, find peace, and he came back stronger than ever. And he got that bag that he was missing. And it just goes to show how much pressure Hollywood is. Because not only did he go to Africa, but he stays in Ohio. He is. He he doesn't want to be around. And and and, <laughs> and that neighborhood, the mix. <laughs> the, the, that place where he is in Ohio is yeah. extremely conservative. Uh, yeah. He is. He doesn't. He likes seclusion. He, he likes peace. Yeah. And then when he when he's ready to work, he wants to work. So peace is number one. <laughs> right. No if matter the, how much if, money, uh, peace. If the number one comedian of all time, if 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 his priorities are, I need to have uh, a separation of church and state between yeah. my personal life and my job. Yeah. There's got to be something. There's got to be a recipe to it because yeah. if he's if he's the goat and he's doing it, what other, what other excuse can anyone else? Have? <laughs> now, recently, I saw uh, Drake. Yeah, <laughs> he Drizzy. looked up his uh, past ancestry. Ancestry, mm-hmm. and in that, he found out. Well, he says that he was Nigerian, uh-huh. <laughs> which is perfect for this episode, of course, <laughs> because people want to find out where they're. From but but what do you what do you think about that and him posting his results and letting us know that I feel like a lot of people would be um, are curious about their ancestry and where they come from. Uh, it's just that race is such a uncomfortable topic for people. It sure is. I yeah. think it's dope that Drake was honest yeah. because we know him to be half Jewish yeah. um, and half black, right? Uh-huh. Uh, Uncle Dennis, and then we know very little about his mom, yeah. but. Uh, People's ancestry and how they come together and yeah. uh, what's in their blood is always going to be fascinating. We all want to know <laughs> what everybody's mixed with or what, you know. 20% of this, 20% yes. of that. And, and, and how you got that look. Yeah, exactly. Love that. <laughs> because when people see people that they don't know where they're from, it's always uh, a quiz now. Right. They start guessing in their head until that person lets you know. What oh, exactly I'm a quarter this. I'm a quarter that. And then we have individuals, obviously, who love the attention from this nonsense. <laughs> yes. But I think, you know, what we learned is tap back into where you came from. Mm. Peace of mind is priority. And uh, going back home to where you're from, getting connected with your roots and mm. your family and culture is very important. I agree. This is a fascinating episode. As uh, first-generation Africans ourselves, we have a unique purview on um, this topic. Um, I feel like this is one, going back home, is definitely um, something that everyone should consider, Um, even if you don't necessarily know what you are. Yeah. um, There are popular places to go in both Ghana and Nigeria that you can go to and visit that are safe, Uh um, warm, and welcoming with... uh, Great views, great culture, great food, um, and you'll have a great time. Yes. Um, my cousin was just there, and he had the time of his life. <laughs> oh, for real? Yeah, back home. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All back right, home. so, you know, get connected. Enjoy yourself. Book that flight. Take that 19 hour yes. flight to wherever you're going. It's real serious. Going back home is real serious. <laughs>